Sunday, 14 minutes past three. Uh, there's a kind of light, um, where would we be saying it's probably a kind of night light? Northwesterly breeze. Um, it was pretty stormy yesterday. The beach, Chapel Beach, is littered with seaweed. nice earlier. There is a kind of some semblance of colour in the distance but not quite uh, not quite a sky but in the distance it's sort of kind of there is an idea of colour it's kind of pastely the most Faint of peach and almost melon pastel colour. Um, can only assume the wind is awful, but you're just going to have to come with me on this journey. Um, I hope you're well in the first instance. I'm pretty good just on a walk. Sunday Stroll Club, isn't it? Sunday Stroll Society. don't know whether I'd open this up to people who want to join, but it's up to you. Let me know if you fancy it. I might say no, to be honest with you. I was talking um, to someone recently about this idea, and I've, I've mentioned it before, but I think I... Um, what do I think? I think that I need weekends to be low-key. Largely low-key. I think I need one day. One day where the key is low. So that I can replenish myself. Saturday, yesterday, I uh, didn't really do any social. And that's fine. Um, tried and failed to get a coffee. I ended up sitting on a bench as it rained torrentially above uh, this bench. It's kind of covered by uh, foliage so I was sort of safe from the rain which was which was beneficial to me because I didn't have a coat on. Um, but tried and failed to get coffee yesterday, which was a real shame. Huge blow to the weekend. Um, you'll be glad to know that I have had my coffee today. Got a triple chocolate cookie as well. Um, I can't give a review as yet. I haven't tried it. But to be honest, I think I can probably give you a preliminary review and say that it was wonderful. And I wouldn't be far from the truth. Um, I'm... Yeah, just walking home. Um, what's happened this week? Well, there's 
probably the the biggest occasion. Oh, I mentioned this on the last podcast, and it's happening again right now. But basically, I can't do the podcast when I'm within one meter of someone, and this is happening right now. So I'm going to have to just pause you and then return to you, if that's okay. I am back. Bloody hell! It's very loud. There's a lot of there's a lot of water around. Hopefully, it's kind of in a pleasant way, and not in a uh, you can't hear anything that's happening way, cacophonous way. Um, but there was a fairly momentous occasion earlier on this week where. Um, uh, well, tell you what, I'll, I'll preface this. Oh, fuck off. Sorry. Uh, just trying to do something on my phone. Phone won't do anything while I'm recording the podcast, and that's fine. But, um, I mean, this is, these are the wonders of technology. I am, you know, essentially a, a radio host on my telephone, which is a bit mad. Um, but anyway, I should preface the story by talking about the fact that we 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 at work uh, myself and a, a number of gentlemen um, uh, we play pool every day basically every day oh it's getting windy here Christ okay we should be better here um, we play pool most days, um, I would guess that there's about seven of us who play fairly regularly. Um, we will do games of doubles and singles and whatever as people are in and out of lunch throughout the day. Uh, well, throughout lunch. Um, and um, myself, where am I? I would say in the table of competitors on a singles basis, I reckon I'm maybe around mid-table, maybe. Um, there's probably a cluster of us who are who are all of a sort of similar level, and there's a couple of pretty good players who do dish out. Um, only really kind of capable of a, a shock here and there, but that's about it, really. Um, and that's funny, I was just walking past a kind of group of people and they 100% assumed I was talking about them. And the joke is on them, because now I am talking about them, but I wasn't before. Um, so, yeah, I'm around... me. Never really been much of a uh, kind of, never really been much of a, a sporting uh, excellent bloke. What am I trying to say? Never really been good at sport. I, I do a lot of it, but I'm not really good at it. So for me to be middle of the pack is fine. I might even be being a bit generous to myself, to be honest, but we'll see. Um, 
and so yeah we play a lot um, and there's a couple of characters who you've you've heard of before they are also part of the pool the pool club that's um, young George he plays me and young George team up as a doubles team quite a bit we're affectionately known as the Chuckle Brothers although we, we can turn it on here and there George will be disappointed in me saying this I'm sure but I think deep down he knows he can get a little excitable he's just a bit too strong now because he's gymming a lot he's a bit too he, you know he's a bit like kind of a bear in a way because I imagine bears don't know their own strength and there's been a couple of times where we've sort of said just gently kiss it just kiss it and it and he's like I, it, that's as gentle as I can go <laughs> and it's it's not gentle enough um, whereas you know you know your boy can get gentle when he needs to and when I'm saying your boy you mean me it's the only thing I can do really I can be a bit cute I can be a bit gentle with it um, I'm not very good at breaking, which is a shame, because um, it's kind of a critical part of half of your games. Um, so we team up, mostly lose, but it's fun. Um, who else plays? You've got Glenn Buckley. He's been on the podcast once. You've got um, you've got Captain Hattersley. I don't think he's ever been on the podcast. I'm not even sure he's been mentioned before, but he feels part of the kind of broader podcast team. Um, and we've got Dooley, <laughs> who must have been on the podcast in some way, shape or form. Certainly been mentioned, I would have thought. He's the best. Um, we've got, well... I think really the main man of the story, and you won't be shocked to hear this, Dave Setry. Uh, I haven't said all his names for a while, so I'll try and remember them as best I can, but it's something along the lines of David, Daniel, Andrew, Peter, Bartholomew, Eugene, um, Angus Setry. He is, uh, again, you won't be shocked to hear this, He's an absolute hustler. He kind of will disguise himself with a few poor shots, a few errant shots here and there. He'll sort of play himself down. Um, you know, he'll kind of do the settery sense of securities to you. He'll uh, he'll he'll sort of say, "Oh, I've not got my eye in today. Blah blah. blah. I haven't had lunch." Or, Lots of deals to place, a bit stressed, blah, blah, blah. And you know the game that he's playing. You know that he's going to kind of give you maybe a two-ball two head start. And then he'll just clean up and win. Um, or, in fact, he might even let you get to the black and then finish you off with a double or an easy cut. Any one of the above. He, um, you know, he's... As I say, he's a hustler. He's the he's a hustler, baby. He's he's basically Jay Z. Um, 
probably not the only similarity that he has with Jay-Z thinking about it but um, yeah so the story most importantly the story is uh, with reference to two people in particular we've got uh, Captain Hattersley Captain Hatters we'll just call him Skipper because um, he's the captain he's, he's uh, just someone you would go to for, for kind of sporting advice he's a, he's a good leader of men I think um, uh, and well of course he's the only professional sportsman amongst us and I would say just based on my my fairly brief experiences of seeing him in action from in a sporting sphere I think I can say with fair confidence that he is one of those people who is just kind of physically gifted um, so um, I've seen him play golf I've seen him play pool See, uh, I don't even think I've seen him play football which is the thing that he's actually professional at and um, well he's impressive he's impressive um, so he's probably the man who comes closest to Dooley in respect of uh, you know offering real challenge um, and you know in, in the pool sphere so um, anyway Skipper Captain Hattersley he he um, challenged setters or you know it was it was otherwise arranged a 1v1 between hatters and setters and you know on on the face of it, it is a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a mismatch. I have to say, it's you know, Setters there is the underdog, um, and I think in life and in in certainly in a sporting sense, I've seen this happen in golf. You'll have heard this mentioned on the uh, I think it was, was it the Dave Setry Appreciation Society podcast we did a while ago, years ago, um, in a sporting. Um, capacity if Dave Setry is the underdog if he's got an opportunity for glory, if he can win um, you know if he if he can do something that will shock the world back him to do it even when the odds are against him because from somewhere he, he, he'll find it, he'll find this essence from somewhere that just means that he he can win in the most extraordinary of circumstances. So, um, hatters and setters uh, lay down in a 1v1 environment. So confident I was in the result that I went to just go get my coffee. I went to Costa. I got a, I think I got a small latte, whole milk. That's my order, if you're interested. Um, and no sweet treats because I'm trying to be a good boy at the moment. Um, 
so we 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 go me and young george actually prior to our our attempt at a, a doubles victory which i think sadly didn't come to fruition um we we um yeah we we played uh, sorry we went, we went to costa and um suddenly from nowhere while we while we were waiting for our hot beverages to arrive uh, there was a flurry of activity on our phones um the the uh, the group chat uh was was a lit a light yes the group chat was a light and um and I, I I didn't even kind of take the, the the time to to check. It was only when we returned back to the office and back to the uh, to the crucible, um, where we saw the the aftermath of what was a Dave Setry seven ball against against Daniel, um, and. After well, it was it was kind of you know it was chaos when we arrived. The you know the door had been opened. Hattersley had spent some time outside to kind of have a good look at himself. I think he was still on the table, potentially trying to kind of find some form of redemption, which I think is a you know an, an honourable way to go about it. But he was rattled. He was clearly rattled. Now I'm not saying he was anywhere near as kind of inconsistent as I am. He still would have beaten me, and I think he maybe did beat me, but. Um, he was missing shots that he would never miss. He was, he was. Um, I think he, he was. He was continuously rattled by kind of uh, Dave's, Dave's chirping from the sides. And and it is worth saying that you know, Setters, uh, Setters was absolutely unbearable. Uh, I've never seen him like that before. He was, you know, he was ten foot tall, and all of the. Um, you know, all of the isms were out. He was, he was um, just incredibly. Uh, it's hard to really even put into words. I've, I've never quite seen anything like it. It was as if he was the professional sportsman, and he had won the biggest game of his career. You know, he was he was cut from the same cloth as a kind of a Conor McGregor 2015 um, version. You know, Muhammad Ali, Tyson, all of the above. He was, he was, he was confident as that. And I just, you know, it was difficult to, it was difficult to kind of swallow. I think for for everyone really, because we were so used to to Satri being kind of the, um, you know, almost the relief of the group, the the one you can look to for some solace. But in, instead. He was barbed. He was ready, um, and it, it was it was carnage, frankly. Um, and I I later looked at my phone because I I knew what was awaiting me in, in the group chat. I, I I waited actually until that evening because I wanted to kind of relive the moment, almost capture it in real time, well, not in real time, capture it retro retrospectively, 
and enjoy that. And I and I did. It was about eight p.m. I kind of went back into the group chat and caught up on everything. And I, you know, I saw kind of the reactions and you know the messages and and how it unfolded. And it culminated in a video of the seventh ball. Well, no, not the seventh ball. The eight ball being uh, the black being uh, potted by Setri in what also has to be said in quite uh, unlikely circumstances in the way that he was aiming for the middle pocket and he actually kind of he kissed the the the, the sort of the, the lip of the po- the pocket um, in a way that if it was me it would have missed but because and this is what I was getting at before because Setri Dave has this kind of he has this mysticism about him he has this thing whereby the sporting gods favor him in certain circumstances when there's glory on the line he is looked upon virtuously by the gods and yeah the ball went in in an unlikely way i think if i can recall correctly he kind of was very confidently he kind of i think he 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 was looking at, at, at captain hattersley who could you know who couldn't couldn't even remotely look at what was unfolding in front of him i think he was on the other, sort of on the other side of the room looking away he didn't want to he didn't want to see um and i don't blame him honestly um and yeah, Setri kind of he he bled it out. He let he let that time just just extend. He let the game extend longer than it needed to, and he just finished it. And um, it was everything. Frankly, it was everything that you would expect from a Setri seven ball. And um, yeah, frankly, from there we've not really. Uh, We've not really lived it down as a group. Because in a way, it felt like he defeated all of us. Um, And normally you would think, well, it's a nice underdog story, but... (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) He... uh... He he is kind of the king in the castle at the moment. You can't speak to him. And uh, it's Monday tomorrow, and I can I can only expect, you know, further kind of uh, salt rubbed into the wounds of, of of Captain Hattersley, who has recovered some form, and I think that's nice to see for for us all. He's he's back, and I mean he's beaten me I think multiple times since he lost, so that I'm sure is probably good for good for the confidence you know to, to play against lower level opposition and just kind of dispatch them with ease um yeah so yeah i suppose because uh, i remember first the first um mention setters had on the podcast i think it was the first mention was when we had the 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 golf scramble and Setri made a what appeared, I think, was a twenty, thirty foot putt, and he winked before he did it. Ah, <laughs> oh, and this is, I think, that's important about this victory was that he said he actually said that he 
didn't wink. He purposely didn't wink at uh, at Skipper Hattersley, Captain Hattersley, before he before he won, because he, he didn't want to be that guy. He he said he you know he didn't want to rub it in, but he later rubbed in the fact that he chose not to to wink at at, at Skipper before he finished him off. You know he he's kind of almost in a way turned that that honourable act into a into another means by which to kind of rub it in because he's you know in a sense he's kind of said I didn't wink at you because I pity you because I knew it was done and um you know this is the sort of the the ego <laughs> that we're dealing with at the moment um and I wouldn't change it for the world he's it it makes the lunch times alive with competition and frankly i i'm not i can't handle the heat of the kitchen um and Setri was he was forged in it he was he was born in the heat of competition he 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 loves it and um yeah, I look forward to seeing how the week ahead unfolds from a from a sporting perspective. Um and of course if there's any other key moments to, to, to inform you of I will I will let you know as and when uh required. Um I haven't actually eaten anything other than a pecan slice, which was remarkable. Excellent piece of bakery. But um it's nineteen minutes to four and I haven't had a, a meal today so i'm gonna have a very late brunch i'm gonna buy a suit because the suit that i did buy isn't getting delivered here it's being delivered to a co-op in northern wales and i'm trying desperately to get that cancelled because it's 260 quid um and they're saying we can't cancel it until it's been dispatched and i'm saying hey cancel it now save yourself the fucking packaging i don't live in wales can't get there. Don't want to even go to the fucking co-op in Wales, but whatever. So I'm just going to buy a new suit, hundred pounder or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to do something, but I really need that first one cancelled. I'm a bit unsettled about it. It's a lot of money. Um, uh, so yeah, food, suit. I also desperately need the can. Won't go any further than that. Um, yeah, nearly twenty-seven minutes. Um, for you, I just hope that you're well, I, um, you know, just remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to other people, have a lovely week ahead, and I'll, I'll speak to you next time.